All right, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome back what to 716. <laughs> so if you haven't already watched our part two, go ahead and click right over here because yes. we're going to throw that. It's it's We've already covered the cuffing. I mean, not the cuffing, the finding your your one, right? Yeah. Then what we did covered I say? Courting. Dating, courting. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we covered dating. And now today we are covering... We're talking all about marriage, yes. so we're super excited because we have uh, two special guests, and um, no, let me not introduce them pre-ahead. I'm no, going to let not, them not tell yet. you all about them. But listen, them. listen, before we get into that, <laughs> um, listen, if you if this is your first time here, welcome. Yes. We are a Christian faith-based podca- podcast, and we like to talk about controversial topics. We get into advice in faith. We get into advice for uh, marriage, for relationships. We like to sometimes step on some toes, you know, yeah. because we're not afraid to talk about things that aren't really spoken about in church. Yeah. And we've even, you know, go ahead as far as like sharing our own personal experiences. If you've ever seen a tear or two, I mean, we keep it pretty real in here. Yo, so for real. <laughs> we really do. That, that's for sure. We like to keep everything authentic. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but without further ado, guys, I don't want to like, cause this might be a long one. I think it will be. Yeah. But bit. without further ado, we have, we have Natalie and Brian Borges. You guys can come in. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Imagine purr, purr, purr. <laughs> we really need to get that. Uh, the I sound know, mix. The yeah. The sound thing. Yeah. yeah so this this is actually like a soundboard. I we know, can right? <laughs> insert me- sounds and stuff like that every time you guys come in. Like we have to have a boo, a, a clap, yeah. a like whatever party confetti. Horns, you guys. I know. I know. <laughs> well, we can insert them. We can insert them. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, and if you're new here, you know we like to do a lot of different segments. And one of those segments is what we're thankful for or what we learned this week. Yes. Uh, so, babe, do you have something that you're thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for two things. I feel like, I mean, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Right. But I feel like every time I'm here, I'm like, you know what? I have a couple of things I'm thankful for. Um, so the first one, it, it's just, it's kind of been uh, the same thing, I feel like, for the past couple of uh, podcasts that we've done. And it's just been uh, being able to reach this intimacy with God where you just um, become so sensible to him. And it's just such a beautiful thing to experience. Like um, I fasted today. I've been trying to fast more consistently because honestly, before this, I feel like I very rarely would. Um, But now I feel like I'm on this point where I'm like, God, like I want to know you. Like, you know, like who are you? And and I want to be able to have that intimate moment of like, I mean, I feel like everyone, like, as Christians should be the kind of thing where it's like, hey, God, I'm going left. Is this right? I'm going right. Like, is this what you want for me? So being able to hear him in, like, just so many different areas, I'm like, this is this so amazing and just something that I've longed for for so much. So, yeah, God's voice is something I'm, like, so grateful for. Yeah, for and sure. the second thing is um, I am thankful for Colombian empanadas because... Oh <laughs> because like i said i fasted today so i was on my way here i'm like i have such a headache i'm like why do i have a headache he's like well you haven't eaten so and i'm like nor drank water or i did i did just not as much so i'm thankful for food guys (laughs) 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 i know (laughs) like um (laughs) as as far as i go you know i'm honestly thankful for the for god's he 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 really takes control of mental health yeah. When you feel like you're just losing it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, in those stressful moments and stuff that you have during the weeks. I mean, we have moments 
he's he's having trouble oh, with that. Sorry. We have moments where it's just ah, uh, it's just you 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 yourself feel like you don't have the strength to continue on. But yeah. it's it's beautiful when you can easily just get on your knees and just ask God for that strength and he gets you through that week. Yeah. You know, no matter what it is that that he allows to get put in the way because I know that at the end of the day the devil has to speak to his boss, right? Mm. So it's not like I, you know these trials <laughs> these trials are t- lessons to be learned. But you know, I thank God because he helps me rely on him more. And, and, you know, I, I just, I, that's, I can't be more grateful than that. And you know, it's funny, like sometimes, cause I remember like just being in those moments of like, when sometimes you just want a clear answer yeah. and someone would just be like, Oh, just pray about it. And you're like, that's not an answer. But then when you actually experience it, you're like, wow, that is the answer, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> Do you guys have something you want to add on? <laughs> 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 I was also going to say Colombian Empire. Yeah, you know. I haven't had those in a little while. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I will say, um, I think in this, the last few months, in this season that we've been in, I'm really grateful that I am pregnant. I had a miscarriage last year. And so this pregnancy has been, it's like being pregnant for the first time. So you don't know what. Well, it's just been so, I've just been so grateful. like you know I've been pregnant before it's my fifth pregnancy now but it's been a new appreciation for life yeah and so we went to our ultrasound a few weeks ago and um the when I don't know what to call it the nurse she was just like oh my god you guys are so excited like is this your first baby and we were like you're like actually pregnancy (laughs) um but we were just so giddy and just so happy and grateful and so that's just something that i've really been more intentional about like we're just thank you that i get to carry this life and it's something that i continue to go back to every morning i don't complain as much this pregnancy because i'm literally that grateful and when you're grateful the complaining ceases yeah like the more grateful you are you're not complaining as much because you're just grateful right Mm -hmm. and so i'm just yeah yeah, that's, that's amazing. amazing. That's amazing because you're saying it's your fifth. And I know I know plenty of women that said, why? Why am I still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, so but that's awesome. But even to have the courage to speak on on that topic, because yeah. I know yeah. that's so sensitive for so many people, yeah, you know, sure. obviously with reason. Um, but this baby's a warrior, yes, you know, so, and I'm so happy. And I know it's like every appointment, right? Like there's like new things. I don't know what it's like to have babies, but I've just heard it's all like, yeah, there's new things that happen. So I'm sure seeing those signs, it's like, thank you, God. Yeah, Yeah. just see like every time we go and they're like, yeah, we hear the heartbeat. Yeah, his heart is great. Or yeah, everything is going great. It's like, wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. During the ultrasound, we literally saw his heart. No way. There's there's like the movement. The beat, yes. The chambers. So the heart <laughs> has four chambers, and and we literally saw it just open and close. Mm-hmm. Like, and wow. The most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It's a grape, I think. His heart <laughs> is it's probably like the a size of right a grape, now. but it was just, yeah, it was just yeah. probably smaller. Yeah. But already it's so formed and just. I'm yeah. saying, right? Just a couple weeks. I mean, yeah, that, that's a whole other topic yeah, we can yeah. get on, right? I just, I just think about it because it's like, okay, you know, because. I'm not saying that that's going to be, you know, I, I don't really know. God's timing is God's, God's timing, right? But we've been talking about it a lot more. And um, 
it's just amazing to hear that because I, you know, I look forward to the day when, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. for, for that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be sobbing. Beautiful. I know. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I think our oh, modern, yeah. our modern world, um, really, uh, I don't want to say demonizes children, but it's, you know, it's like, get ready. Your whole life is going to be over. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like children well, that's are for a sure. blessing. Children that's for sure. are a blessing from God. And I will say that to the day I die that children are a blessing they have not been a burden at all now is it um, is it all easy no but they are an absolute blessing so I just want to throw that in there <laughs> thanks <laughs> eases my heart yes. because it's true the whole world's always all like oh, yeah, well you know kids and this this and that and I'm here like okay maybe I'm not ready for that yet like, and I I've know. experienced my best years yeah. my best years have been the last few years for where sure. we have been parenting and I did become mm-hmm. a mother and mm-hmm. business owner and all that and it's not impossible if yeah you can, god can give you the capacity to yeah all Thank your you. heart desires oh, yeah. thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that encouragement <laughs> uh before we move on brian did you want to add yeah. add something to it again super thankful for our fourth alive baby yes mm. um i'm so grateful i had a moment today shower <laughs> oh those are the best ones yeah, like. i'm so grateful <laughs> that our lives are in god's hands yes there's a sense of responsibility i feel like folks within a certain personality trait tend to kind of carry the sense of like you know duty the doers and mm. you know yeah. and like sense of responsibility ownership and all this stuff and i just felt so um at rest knowing that our father just has our heartbeat Mm. yeah like everything in his hand yeah and it's hard to enter into that kind of place of rest but i had that grace in the shower out of all places (laughs) to enter into that yeah i feel like i have the deepest moments there man yeah it's like you you just have the the heat the hot water hitting and then you just you know you start worshiping and that's it 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 just takes off yeah It's like a physical rest <laughs> while also receiving spiritual rest. But I feel like that's also been another um, lesson that I've been learning. Because, again, like when you're wearing so many hats, it's like your schedule's like, okay, I got to do this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I'm just all like, God, I need a break. Yeah. You know, um, but it's so true. Like God will give you that rest. And a lot of times, uh, sometimes that stress comes from just playing God in your own life, right? Where this has to happen at my timing. And because it's not like this, I'm stressing out because I need to make it happen. But when we, you know, give it to God's hands, it it just works out so nicely. Yeah. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but moving on to the next portion. I know, I know. I can talk a lot, my babe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for the sake of saving time, I think, you know, I don't want to dive too deep in right into in. it. But listen, oh, yes, I got, we, got, we got a couple of new mugs. And we uh, went to Hobby Lobby. Yeah, yeah, you can hold on to them. <laughs> so we're we're showcasing our our new mugs, our new set of mugs. We we went all out at Hobby Lobby today. Yeah, and um, they had a fifty percent off, so we were like, get them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I yo, I found this great mug. It says Jesus saves, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love this mug. It's, it's a very guy mug. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it is because of the, the lingo. Say. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. I think anybody can say that. You know, it's funny because when I saw that, I'm like, I think Natalie would take that mug. I love this one. Yeah. Um, mine says faith. It was just very simple, but it was like really cute. Just I've been really into beige lately. Like, Pretty. I don't know. I just like it. It's cute. You want to tell us about yours? Um. Mine says, so very blessed. Amen. And uh, it's yellow. I chose it because it was a little, 
added a little color. (laughs) (laughs) For a second, I thought you were drinking milk. For a quick (laughs) second, I promise you. And I realized it was like the inside. I've been really into strawberry milkshakes. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Is that like is that like because of the baby yes. or? Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> it's like every night, babe. You want to go to Trops <laughs> to get strawberry. We're 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 we we're, we're here temporarily, um, so we need to take advantage of Trops. Oh, that's right. Trops. That's right. Yeah. You don't really live by Trops anymore. No, so. but when I come down to Elizabeth, yeah. like I will we go, and I'm like, oh, let's go to Trops. So I'm just like, babe. Yeah. Give me mozzarella sticks, <laughs> strawberry milkshake. It'll be like eleven at night. <laughs> he's You're a great like, husband. I know. About marriage, so <laughs> he's a great husband. So he goes and and he gets yeah. it. It's because they have really good chicken fingers. And then he gets the chicken right? fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the real reason. It's funny. One of my friends was like, uh, she said she would tell her or well, her husband like. Oh, like, can you do this for me, please? I, I gave birth to your child. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh I'm like, Damn. you know, I could see, I could see Adrian doing something. Yeah, like that. I probably would. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I, I am with more. child. Like, <laughs> I am with I've child. I've given you four sons. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> the least you could do is get me a, a strawberry milkshake. Thanks. No right? Thank God we have cars, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, we had horses. <laughs> I'm thinking of wagon. Yeah. probably love that, actually. I actually would. He loves horses. It, yeah. <laughs> Fun fact about Brian. This is a cool cup. I can see, I think, the, the roots. We like the That's grooves. That's a great, yes. You know, it's it's very know, rigid. It's masculine, r- very like rustic. Bryant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't drink coffee, mm-hmm. um, so there's water in here. <laughs> yeah. I drink tea. I don't drink uh Sir, I don't know. I think we're going to need to convert you over to the coffee. coffee world. Although, yes, he I do has have been water. delivered. You don't need to take him to that. No, addiction. no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with caffeine. Kids Join the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> no, dark side as because, you know, coffee uh, starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love coffee. <laughs> First of all, thanks, guys, so, mm-hmm. so much for being here. Um, small story short, I've known Natalie for like literally my whole life. Whole life. And this is her husband. Um, but they moved. <laughs> her hubby. <Yeah. laughs> but they moved. So it's like, you know, I feel like the last time I saw you was like years ago already. Yeah. It, it's been a couple years. So, you know, I mean, that's just kind of what happens with life. So she was around and we're like, we can record with them. Like, this would be amazing because they've been married for some time. But I want you guys to like kind of kind introduce, of introduce yourselves. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about so, you. Yeah. So tell us, tell our viewers a little bit who uh, who is Natalie. Who is? <laughs> who am I? I get really existential over here. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or I guess? You can go. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Ladies first. My name is Natalie Borg. Mm-hmm. I am, oh man, I, I wear so many hats, right? Yes. So <laughs> let's go with homeschooling mom to three, soon to be four. Yes. Wow, what a blessing. Woo, woo, woo. I know, <laughs> seriously. Um, and I own my own um, health and wellness company, so I work from home, which yes. is very helpful because obviously... I am homeschooling my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a nonprofit together um, called The Face of Jesus, which you can get into a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I also actually today is October twenty fourth, which is the annual Pray for Her Movement Day, yeah. which we I started that probably like seven years it's ago. Amazing, honestly, wow. seven like, years ago you started that. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the time just this flies. Is the seventh year of us doing it, and it's just a day of prayer for women 24 hours and there's a woman praying every hour on the hour and it's been just really beautiful to do that it's almost like a big vigilia like vigil service but like 
internationally, like cyber, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like a cyber vigilia. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I haven't heard Vigilia yeah, in, in a long time. A vigil service. Is that, is that what vigil, it's called? Vigil, yeah, vigil in, in English? Yeah, Vigilia. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it, it, it's nice, too, because we just live, um, you know, in a in a generation, in a world where everything is run online. Yeah, right? everything's digital. So it's like, yeah, we have our physical churches, but I think it's also important to have, like, the body of Christ also on the internet yes. being able to spread. Yeah. So that's yes. like awesome. Yes. Like, I mean, seriously. even this is amazing. Like yeah. this is the church, Thank you, you know? Yeah, yeah, this is, this is great. And it's been great to really be able to see so many different women participate yeah. in so many different States yeah. and still get in similar testimonies. Yeah. You know? so yeah. It's like that's, been awesome. it's amazing. Like, <laughs> and then, Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, no, 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 you're good. I was actually going to say, and, and Brian, can you tell us about oh, yourself? Sure. Natalie's oh, but really wait. humble. Wait, make sure you guys you get, get a get little closer. close. Yeah, I know. Natalie's really humble. She's uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Natalie's a business owner. She's a mother of four boys. Yeah. Oh, she just oh, didn't yeah, want to brag. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. <laughs> She's all like, I'm just There's doing everything, you know. Just do a little bit of While pregnant. Yeah, I'm Brian Porges, founder mm-hmm. of an international nonprofit called The Face of Jesus, co-founder. Yeah, yeah get a little closer. Co-founder. My lovely wife, Natalie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an author of three books. Face That's of amazing. Yeah. Uh, Wife of the Lamb came out during COVID. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, knowing him to reveal him, uh, an evangelistic approach okay. to witnessing or an intimacy approach when witnessing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I co-authored with other books too, with other authors too. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I wish I can like right i can't even like i feel like reading and writing that's like not my specialty (laughs) i'm the math person so anything when it comes to that i'm like i'm the person that'll start writing and i'm like the (laughs) i have no like (laughs) (laughs) the first book i didn't like actually sit behind a computer screen and like type the first book and we can talk more about it later but it was like a audio journal moment where i was in prayer and i had an experience and Wow. And I started to like, I pulled out my iPhone and started recording. Wow. Then an author transcribed all mm-hmm. of it and it became a paper publication. No wow. way. That's amazing. And wow. so from there, I felt super like encouraged. Like, oh, I don't, I don't have to. Like, I could do this. Or like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just, you know, casual. Anybody can do it. You know? Yeah. So just talk on. And if you like talking, it's even easier. That's what I was going to say. There's I mean, softwares. <laughs> I mean, there's literally. Maybe a that's software. how I can write a book, <laughs> right? Yeah. You yeah. can just talk into the mic and it's a whole software and it'll transcribe for wow yeah. oh that's amazing yeah that, right? that's actually amazing because talking yeah. i have no problem <laughs> in that case it's i, I can part. write a bunch of books with you know, <laughs> basically, basically. I, I see a book right here in the future oh, sure. <laughs> oh wow oh i mean hey if that's if that's god's plan right <laughs> don't get me prophesying now i know right <laughs> she's like i heard it here today <laughs> on october 24th i know yeah right oh uh, so so what we have, so what we have today is actually, I mean, you you guys clicked on the thumbnail and you saw that it is about Christian marriage, and you know we decided to bring an experienced couple, yes, to talk about this, especially <laughs> a couple that has been together for such a long time, and you know I'm I'm only saying this because I know that you guys only dated for a short period of time, right? Two years. 
Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. Two but he okay. proposed within six months of oh, us being together. Right, right, right. right. So but the proposal was, part, right? You got to yes. the engagement and you said six months? Six months. Wow. wow. So could you actually tell us a little bit more yeah, on right. that? Ryan, tell us about okay, that. I know, right? So, crazy story. In short, I literally had a moment with God and I said, God, I'm not going to get married. No way. Like said, before meeting her? Before meeting Natalie, literally like I was planning on, I don't know, just serving God and, and just like whatever. And I said, Lord, I don't want to get married. I just want to serve you. Literally, wow. the Holy Spirit says the next woman you meet, you're going to marry. Wow. He was all like, that's cute, but I got different plans literally. for you. There was, yeah, come on. And I was, I was actually <laughs> like pretty on, upset like. too. <laughs> I was like, is he not hearing? I Like it was just such a genuine encounter. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, a mutual friend connected us. Blind date, Cuban pizza in Montclair. Wow, I that's a spot. Smile, and six months later, that's a great uh, spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then six months later, you just knew she was the one, huh? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. By the grace of God. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. I wasn't like, so sure at the beginning. But oh yeah, for sure. Especially so I'm <laughs> so I'm a veteran, and at the time I was like just you know embarking on the military journey and. You don't know what that's going to be like sometimes. Yeah, it's like a lot to say yes to. And like, you're like, got it. (laughs) Wow. Yes. I actually had a dream. Um, I guess we were already in that, what what people call talking phase. Yeah. We're just getting to know each other, you know, going out to dinner and things like that. But I had a dream. And in my dream, I told him, I will go anywhere with where you go, I will go. While you guys were talking. Just talking, yeah, we were. Wow. And so I was like, I woke up from that dream, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I think I can't let this whole army thing, because he was in the army, and I was like, I guess I can't let this whole army thing get in the way of what God really wants to do here. Yeah. Because I, I always said I would never yeah. marry a military guy. You yeah. said that, and then he said, I'm never going to get married. <laughs> I was like, I got the perfect pair for y'all. For real, right? <laughs> right? The ones that don't want each other. The perfect. Ones that, yeah. <laughs> this seems like a plan. All right, so for this for this segment, you know, I just want to start. We have a couple of questions that we want to ask, some questions that have come up by our viewers, and some things that we were curious ourselves, you know? Yeah. And, you know, th- because we're talking about, you know, a Christian marriage, I wanted to ask you guys, what is a Christian marriage to you? What does that, like, what does that, what does that, that look mean? Like? What does that look like to you guys? I know that's like so much you could say with just that. <laughs> that's because it's so um, general. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. But I love if how you we could... looked at each other and we literally did the same. The same face. Yeah, we're like. like we, we literally like. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have it. That's the Christian that marriage. That is the Christian Absolutely. marriage, ladies and gents. Ooh, body language. Wait, real quick. Did we say like how long you guys have been married for? This is our tenth year of marriage. Tenth year. That's awesome. That's amazing. You know, and and that's the whole thing. Like because we're like in this generation where it's like all you hear is divorces and stuff like that. It's like I think it's an important thing to really cover because you know marriage is. Literally the way God intended things to run, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Or even like um, they say that seventh year, you know, like, oh, oh the seventh God, year itch. Get ready for the seventh year. I, honestly, like we we started off, I would say the beginning of our marriage, it was like some people are in their newlywed phase. We were like in the what are we doing <laughs> yeah. phase where right. it was just like we had transitioned out of New Jersey we were alone in a different state. Texas. We it's were a lot Texas. of new. We were just like, we had just graduated college, like literally two weeks 
uh, before our wedding. We graduated my college, God. and then we got married, and then there we were, mm. alone. And we were like, oh my God, we're adults, and we're married, and what the heck are we doing? <laughs> and I have felt that our marriage, but I know some people like have the newlywed phase, and then they go into like a really hard phase. For mm. us, it was like harder in the beginning, and then we've just kind of come into this really beautiful place where I feel like um, our love has just really matured. And yeah, it's just gone from like glory to glory. Like yeah. it gets better and better <laughs> and better. That's awesome. That's I, awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I feel very similar to that because yeah. I feel like things did start off really rough with us because it's so many the news. First, the first month was great. I mean, the first month was great. <laughs> right? right? So, I mean, let's not, let's not go all into details, but the first month was great. <laughs> After that, it was like, What's going on here? Like, you like... live like this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm asking I'm asking myself that about her. She's not doing the same thing. And it was like, just adjustment after adjustment yeah. after adjustment. You know? You know? And mind you, we didn't live together. And you guys didn't live together either. Oh. So there's just everything new, you know? And it's all like, yes. wow, like, okay, this is it. And it was the same thing where I'm like, I'm married. Like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I guess what I, what I meant by what okay, does yeah. you can take that first question. He's, he's going to take that first question. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is what I guess I mean about that summary. is, yeah. is in a sense, like, for example, for me, I feel like our Christian marriage, what we feel our is, Christian marriage looks like is something that's totally faith-based. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that we won't do without making a prayer together or consulting each other or fulfilling that role that God sees it or th God describes it in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You know? Yeah. I feel like marriage is a, is a reflection of our matrimony with Christ. Mm. Oh, okay. That's, you can have the name on the paper. Promise you it won't look like it, nor will it last. Mm whether you're a believer or not. Um, so, and that was a hard thing to accept. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it was by God's grace and mercy that I met the Holy Spirit who showed me the living Christ a few years into our marriage. Because I grew up in church, uh, but I didn't know the Holy Spirit who's the mm. only one who can reveal Jesus outside of the paper. Yes. Uh, and so that, that changed everything. And I did it. Grow up Pentecostal, charismatic, all the other ones. Like I grew up <laughs> Presbyterian. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so nothing against Presbyterians, except that I didn't see uh, intimacy with Christ often mm. or exemplified. Um, and it was by the grace of God that the Holy Spirit started to to reveal the heart of Christ. And the revelation of the bride and the bridegroom, and that catapulted uh, a blessed and rich covenant in our marriage. Wow, wow. beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And that was in 2016. 2015. 2015. December. Yep, right before the new year. And we got married in 2013. Mm -hmm. And um, for, I would say, the first two years of our marriage, I think Bryant was just really focused on his career in the military. Yeah. And so I was... Because he was dealing with... That was new. Like, he had just enlisted, right? I think, well, or no? he was... Um, he did ROTC, so it's kind of like a oh. different route. And he was a medical officer in the Army. But um, he was very focused on his career. And I was just like, something is missing. 
Like we need the Holy Spirit in our marriage more, in our family more. And I would just pray every day. I'd be like, Lord, I know that you're going to do something. I know Mm -hmm. that there's something here. I know that we're not just supposed to, and it's not bad to be career focused. I just felt like there's something missing here, you know? Um, And I remember I would leave the Bible open. I just put it on the counter. Mm. Like, man, when he comes home from work, I know he's going to be tired. But, like, maybe if I leave the Bible open, he'll want to read it. And then we can have, like, a fellowship, you know, because I really wanted that. And I had received so many prophetic words about ministry and all this stuff. And I was like. So you're like, God, this doesn't seem so familiar. I mean, I kind of, like, just put it in God's hands. Like, okay, well, like, we're doing this whole army, you know, life. And that's a whole other life. And I I didn't know much about it because. Up north, you don't really know too much about. I don't think there's any bases here either, right? So there's one, but it's like so small. (laughs) (laughs) It's like whatever. (laughs) But you know, um, but it's a really big life change and transition. And so it was honestly, it was the best years of my life. I met the most amazing people wherever we were stationed that are still my friends today, like lifetime friendships. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, army wives truly are as close as they, they say click. they are. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd never had been a part of a community like that. Yeah. So that was really awesome. But like I said, um, it was just that, like, I really felt like there was just something. I couldn't put my finger on it. And then one day we decided to do a, what fast? It was like a social media or TV fast, I think we did. Yeah. And yeah, it was like. Like a quiet fast. Like, yeah. Like. Just quiet the noise. Music, wow, movies, yeah. everything. Radio, everything just oh, was, like you can't be on social media, right, like anything that. Just, yes, yeah. we were like no TV, like nothing. Yeah. So we really that was a, like a thirty day fast that we did. Wow, wow. that's interesting. That's amazing. And then after that fast, I think you just we're gonna just pray, and we were, it was over, and he had a supernatural encounter with God. And it changed our whole entire life. Wow. All because of that sacrifice you guys made. Yeah. It was, well, I don't even know. It's like getting to that quiet place finally, right? I don't know if it was about the sacrifice more than just the obedience. Mm. I see. Because that pleases the Lord more than any sacrifice you can do. It's like God puts something on your heart to do, fast, whatever it is for your marriage, for your whatever it is, just do it. Um, Mm. Because he honors that obedience. Yeah. And I think that's what it, you know, it was just, I don't know. It was the Lord's timing. I we could have not done anything else to, you know, I was wow. pregnant at the time and it was just perfect timing. Yeah. I feel like the Holy spirit will take any opportunity uh, he can to bring humanity into the direct experience of Christ. And I felt like that was the perfect context for him. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he wanted to just compound the effect in that moment. Mm-hmm. Newlyweds. I'm like fixated in my army medical career ambition like had so many ambitions we had our baby coming first son levi Mm -hmm. but in me i had a hunger for something like different something was missing like this isn't enough yes and i wasn't going to want to go into 2016 that same way Mm -hmm. and uh the fast ended i closed the bible wrapped up the prayer and i was about to stand up and then you came wow god shows up that's amazing uh, I love yeah. that. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a really, uh, what, do you, what do you call that word? <laughs> when it's really spiritual, like really. Uh, the word is mystical. I'm not sure how many no, will receive I it. Don't, it's not, <laughs> no, it's like, a, it was just like 
he had a vision. Like he was not someone like who supernatural. Just, yeah, it was just a complete a supernatural experience. Like so many details to it, but like wow. he had visions of our family and different countries, and like it was just wow. like catapulted us into the next season that we had gone into, which was missions. Yeah. And it was just like it was just wild, and it all happened in a, in an instant, and it changed our marriage. A year wow. and a half later, we were in Africa. That's right. And weren't wow. you like pregnant or you took yeah, your son yeah, with you, yeah. right? So like was, yeah, he was we 14, 15 months. Yeah, he was like, yeah, barely Learned a year how old. how to walk by a Maasai. Yeah. yeah it was a really Maasai awesome. is, a, is, a, um, is one of the local indigenous people groups there. Mm -hmm. They kill lions. Oh, with spears. shoot. National Geographic people. Yeah. Maasai tribe. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, it was so you're saying, you're saying your son is about to be, you know, this wild warrior. Perhaps. He is. <laughs> one he of is. them are bound to be, for sure. Wow. <laughs> that's that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. And how God just changes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so the next question that we have here is... Um, What's a hard lesson that you learned in marriage? Mm. I feel like, so just to give you like an example for us, I feel like a lesson for us was. I'm over here waiting to see what yeah, it is. That even I'm say. trying to like think because I mean, there's so many <laughs> there's lessons so that you many, learn, right? Just so many. But even just how like you're not, it's not really just about you anymore. Mm -hmm. It's you and not this other person, right? Yeah. And it's like now you know, it's not just about your own feelings. It's about how did you make this other person feel? So there was like so many, like, for example, the love languages was a huge thing that I had to learn. And I'm just like, oh, it makes sense now. Yeah. It totally makes sense yeah. now. Honestly, I would say, and I don't, some people, you know, um, might see this differently, but I realized that as my husband, he cannot fulfill every single need I have. Uh, and I that's think another for one too. me, that was, to me, it's like, no, you're, you're supposed to do this and this and this, and that's going to fulfill me. That's going to fill me. That's going to make me feel mm. what I, you know, I can be a bit of a romantic. And so like, you know, it has to make me feel loved and like, <laughs> uh, you know, but there's a peace in our heart yeah. that just will never, if you think that finding someone is going to make you feel um, like you are complete, it's going to make you feel completely sad. Like there is a hole in your heart that yeah. only Jesus can fill. Yes. And yes, I think girl. for me, that was a process. Like, okay, like he's doing all the right things and I'm still like there's, there's like still a, something missing. There's still something. And yeah. I'm like, God, this is you. Like yeah. I need I need to go back to my first love. Yes. yes. And go back to that place of surrender. Because if you don't have that, dude. It's like you create a lot of friction onto the other person when it's all like, well, they're not the ones that's supposed to bring you that and happiness. It's unrealistic yes. expectations, yes. Yes. which is a big thing in marriage. Like I have all these expectations for yeah. you to, you know, do all of these different things. But when you, they do all those different things. You're like, why am I you, still not happy? Well, and you still yeah. feel that void. That's, and then a lot of people get divorced, right? Yeah. Because they feel like, oh, that no, you're supposed to make, you're supposed to feel that. You're supposed to, no, that's like too much responsibility for a person. That yeah. is God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you let God feel that, bro, you can be in an argument with your spouse. You can be in an argument with anybody and you'll find like yeah. your inner being is satisfied in the fact that you are a daughter of God, daughter or son of God, and there's nothing that can change that. So I think yeah. for me it was that, you 
Yeah, and it took me a few years. I think the first few years of marriage. Yeah. Like, it's, really it, well, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing that you say that because that's actually was one of my hardest things to do. Um, I want to say only last year. Well, my voice cracked there. I want to say only last year is when I, I figured out that I have an issue of relying on Adrian way too much, way too much emotionally. And um, I, it only got worse during COVID because we weren't going to church. You know, yeah. we were out of church and we weren't doing anything. And who did I have next to me? Adrian. Mm-hmm. You know, and I felt that and I loved that. And it was, it was great. So that grew stronger. But the minute she went back to work, I started getting depressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. And things started coming out. I mean, issues started coming up. Um, I had to go to therapy for it. You know, and, and it was, she told me that my therapist told me, you know, you have an issue of relying on Adrian to fulfill a void that only God can fill, yeah. you know? So it's, it's amazing that you say that as well. Cause it's, but I mean, it took me a lot longer. <laughs> well, I think it's so easy to make your spouse an idol. Yes. Wow. And I think, you know, we want to call it love and we want to call it this and that, but like you can make your spouse an idol. You oh can yeah. Make your For sure. An idol. You can make good things. Yeah. Your idol It's not like you know, we're just believers and we have a bunch of bad things that we're idolized. Sometimes they're really good things. They're God's yeah. blessings. Yeah. And that we have idolized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because like that same example too was something because we're doing, this is like a three-part series, right? So it was like, uh, like you're getting to know someone, you're going to get into the relationship, then dating, now married, right? Mm-hmm. So in dating, we were just saying like, listen, if you're not happy with yourself, if there's something that you feel is missing, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend is not going to do that for you. Yeah. And you're just going to cause like such a, a bigger tension because someone else, you're expecting someone else to fulfill that. And it's yeah. just, it's not, it's not going to work out that way. No, no. Yeah. yeah. I'd say for me, something that I had to learn. So I'm an only child. I didn't grow up with siblings. <laughs> oh, you didn't like to share them. <laughs> um, worse. <laughs> oh, worse. Okay. Go ahead. Worse. <laughs> I didn't like to share. Um, I only thought of myself. Um, I mean, like, apologetically, I only thought of, like, you know, like, I'm yeah. sorry, you know? Yeah. So, um, Natalie had to remind me, hey, set the table for two. <laughs> hey, I'm ready to eat. Like, I got my plate, fork, and knife. Yeah. Uh, what about me, babe? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh, wow. um, literally, Those little like, things. My whole life, just me, myself, and I, you know? Yeah. So, that also, like, shaped a lot of how, so, I love that we have three and counting you know, children because there is something so beautiful that is naturally birthed in, you know, that sibling context Yeah, that I didn't have. I recommend when you're married, have kids. Kids. You know, but I feel like there were some things that I, that were just absent. Yeah. yeah. And I. It's not necessarily your fault. It's just you didn't have no, to. Yeah. So, right. like, why? Right. That's why I said apologetically. You know, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry that I'm, I'm not there, you know. And Natalie was just so gracious and merciful. She grew up, you know, with a total of four siblings in the house, you know. And so. Yeah. She uh, helped me, I guess, become, like, selfless, too. Yeah. You know, in many ways. Yeah. I, well, I think, you know, when you're, you know, like, like I said, we, our story was, you know, we got married and then we left, we like left New Jersey, everything I knew, everything he knew. And we really just had each other. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, <gasps> you are 
not thinking about me. Yeah, you know? and we are all we have. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, see I can see you how that, that that was a. So big it was one. like maybe not a necessarily a big deal, but when he when I would see that he only brought one plate, one fork, <laughs> one cup, I'm just Routine like, do you even love me? <laughs> why? Why are you like this? <laughs> I can see. It. Yeah, so it's those little little things. Okay. To, you know, yeah, like work. It's just those little things of like, oh, we live together now and yep. you're not living. So he had like the whole attic of his parents' house. So like mm. it was like his own little apartment mm. that he lived in by himself his whole life. And for me, I shared a home with like six people. Yeah. So <laughs> I was so used to sharing. I mean, this is our things. space. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, why, you know. Like, for example, even when we, um, when we would, uh, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. It happens to me all the time, but you, you have a reason. <laughs> right. I'm just going to blame this child. I am with child. Um, no, but like when we would, um, uh, or like just the, like the bathroom, for example, like leaving things, like I would leave my things that I still do that. And it probably still gets under his skin. <laughs> I just like leave everything out or things like that. Um, that his I space know. was just his space. And so, but that's a whole other adjustment when you oh, obviously yeah. get married. Yeah, that, that that's him 100%. It's funny. Even totally like, agree with him. When we go on vacation, let me tell you, because like we'll actually unpack. He's all like, listen. Tell me where you're gonna have your area. Like, what's your stuff? And I'm like, oh, this he's all like, you can, is yeah. My area. And he's all like, you can have the whole thing, but just if this is my cabinet, this is my cabinet. And I'm yeah. like, but I wanted your cabinet then. Like, can I have a bottom drawer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then I have to. I have. He's to a very neat not, guy. He's I a like very to know like, where my things are. Yeah. You Same. know. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, if I put it here. It should be there. And exactly. I'm here like, oh, yeah, I used it like last week. My bad. I don't know where I put it, though. Uh, like, <laughs> and yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We have the same marriage. Yeah. <laughs> We're married to the same yeah, guy. I, <laughs> yeah. um, I would say the other thing that I, I learned that was um something, I guess, not a shocker, but something that it's like, oh, wow, like we just grew up differently, right, in general. And sometimes that means childhood tra traumas or just different upbringings things that you went through that now you're bringing it in and sometimes trying to figure out like hey why why does this affect you why did you find that so offensive mm -hmm. or why did you this so really trying to uncover that and trying to get to the healing portion of that um i think that was a big part for us too because yeah. something simple like for us um and i know we like shared it before but for example in my family um nobody really says sorry we kind of just like okay you want to eat you know and then that's like okay we're good yeah. you know so then with him it was like hey you never say i'm sorry he's like i always have to apologize and you don't and i'm like well you should know like we're good and he's not yeah. like no i need the physical like Closure. hey i am sorry yeah, yeah. and i'm just all like for me it was I'm it was sorry. like i need you to acknowledge <laughs> i need you to yeah. acknowledge that you did me wrong yeah you write it on paper slide it yeah, yeah right <laughs> i'm gonna write you a letter <laughs> i'll text you yeah <laughs> that and um i mean i feel like there's just so many lessons you learn but another thing is that just because you didn't mean to offend your spouse doesn't mean that you know like 
babe, get help me out well, here. For, you for know what I'm trying the to way, say. The way, I mean, what I think you're trying to say is I've had a lot of issues where I offended her and I brushed it off as if it was nothing because I didn't think of anything of it. Is that yeah. what you mean? No. So like sometimes they'll be. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like sometimes like I'll say something. Right. And then it's like um, you'll get offended. Right. But I didn't mean it like that way at all. Right. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's just excusable. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. You have to figure right. it out. Yeah. You know, where it's like, but I didn't offend him. Why do I have to say I'm sorry? Yeah. And it's not like because you still hurt my feelings regardless of what your intentions were. Right. You know, and that was yes. like a hard one. Right. That was, that was that was that was my mistake. Oftentimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what? Sometimes, man, I, I'm Puerto Rican, all right? So the, the attitude comes with it, and, and it can be harsh sometimes. Yes, again. I'm very blunt sometimes, and, you know, I don't mean things in an aggressive way, but it'll come out that way. Like, And, and I'm here like, why me. are you yelling at me? And then he's yelling. all like, what are you talking about? This is the way I'm talking. I'm like, babe, I'm like a rose. I'm sensitive. <laughs> yeah. You know, so things oh, yes. like that. Yeah. Yes. Vulnerability <laughs> is definitely like, uh, a, I guess I don't know a skill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's know? something that yeah you have to be able to develop. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody naturally. Well, some people you know not, can be well, vulnerable. It's easier for them to be vulnerable, but being vulnerable in a marriage uh, to be able to open up to your wife to, to your spouse, it's it's just well, and that's what it is. You're open to everything, like yeah. and things that sometimes you don't even know about yourself. The other person will figure out. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what would you guys say is your greatest strength in your marriage you know i'm i know you probably started off with one and then throughout the years you feel like something it might else be developed. something yeah. something else um i think you know how they say like um communication is like the number one thing like, <laughs> right that's the go to yeah i feel like throughout the years we have really strengthen that yeah um where you know before i'd be like well maybe that's not a big deal i'm not going to bring that up or you know, um, but then it still lingers on lingering in your heart. It's like, oh, crap. Like it's been two months and I'm still and I'm mad about pissed. that. <laughs> um, and yeah. so I feel I feel like we're just able to talk more freely. Like, yeah, I think in the beginning of marriage, you feel like, you know, well, I don't want to be this for me. This is how I felt like I don't want to cause problems like it's not a big deal. But at the same time, I was learning to not be scared of conflict because Mm. that's a whole other thing. But like, actually we can have deeper connection if I bring this up. Yeah. Even though it might not be the most fun conversation, Yeah. but at the end of this, we're going to have deeper connection. And for me, I think that's been a strength of ours where we see everything that way. Like I want to not grow apart from this. Like I don't want us to grow apart in this conflict I really want us to have that deeper connection. And I think yeah. the both of us wanting that and being, you know, because you, you need both people to want to be like, if you want to be, takes two. Yeah. yeah. Like you you can't just be the marriage, only one. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have a good marriage and you want to have that open communication, it's a lot easier. If both people want to do that. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like he, it's the same way with him. Like, I'm like, I need you to tell me your feelings. I need you to yeah. tell me what, you know, and it's funny because I would always ask him, what are you feeling? Like, tell me what you feel. What are you feeling? <laughs> That's definitely and, me. <laughs> well, and then one day he was like, hey, I don't really see the world like you see the world through feelings. Yeah. So why don't you ask me what am I thinking about? And then that'd be easier for me to connect with that. And I was like, oh, wow. 
okay, yeah. So deep. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so now instead of telling him what he's feeling, which he doesn't get that lingo of like, what do you mean I'm feeling? I'm still feeling anything. <laughs> but like now I'm like, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, yeah. Because it, it, it like helped me so much. Like if you're listening, like this will probably be really helpful if your husband's like this. But it's Trust like, me, it's, it's, it's helped me like even because yeah, <laughs> I've, I've gone through the same absolutely. thing. So I'm like, what are you thinking? Like what's what's been on your mind? Because yeah. he's a more of a thinker and he... He's more analytical in that way. And I'm more feelings. Yes. And so it's pretty, I guess it's like a stereotype where like the girl is more. Xavier's dying because he's resonating so much with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm I've just been... laughing because it's like, it's like you're only repeating our story. Yeah, because that's been my same thing where I feel like after all these years, our strength has been communication. Yeah. Because again, the same thing. I was just the one that like, I hate being vulnerable. I hate crying in front of people. I hate like this. And so being married, I'm like. I have to like let you know like yeah. what's up because I, I would tell her I'm like how do you expect me to fix anything or how do you expect any accountability for me getting you upset if you don't even tell me what it is I'm doing wrong yeah I'm like he should have known yeah that's not <laughs> yeah no, that's yeah not, and I'm like no he doesn't know he just doesn't and it's no. not because he doesn't want to it's just I just don't know like <laughs> he's not a psychic here like you know right. so yeah over the years it's definitely been like hey, you know, the other day you kind of said this in this way and I really didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Like something so simple. And he's like, oh, my bad. Like, I didn't mean it like that. Right. And yeah. fixed rather you know, than me lingering on with like this thing of like, he did that on purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I and I like that that we're talking about this because I'm I'm one, I'm big on communication. Um, I'm not, I don't like to guess. I'm, I don't like the guessing game. I really don't. That, that bothers me, <laughs> you know? But for me, it's like, there's this thing going on right now where, and I can understand to a certain extent, and I mentioned it in part two, where it's like, it's like, oh, well, you don't want to over communicate or you don't want to talk too much because and then all you're going to do is cause more problems and you really should be picking your battle. And while I do understand that, I also feel like newlyweds shouldn't take that advice because you're just figuring out your relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you close yourself up, like you said, you will end up lingering on and then blow up two months later yeah. when really it should have been handled right then and there right yeah so we've kind of discovered like you know what is the best um approach in communication so yeah like, when we think of communication it's not just talking yeah yeah and so we've learned like writing okay each other mm -hmm. so one of the most biggest leaps and bounds of growth came through communicating in writing wow um and she's a writer. And she, you are she, great. And you're great. You guys at both too. write like, I mean, you wrote a book. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. let's be real. No, it's here. true. I think like, well, he's written letter, like he's written letters to me where I've like been able to process, get, process like, okay. Yeah. So as far as the texting goes, like I am, like I said, I'm someone who rather have that communication face to face. I'm just a face to face kind of person. Yeah. Now writing has been very helpful because um it helps us process our what we're feeling right mm. sometimes writing is more for you than it is for your that's so spouse. interesting actually so like i mean i've always journaled but um it just helps to be able to be like okay what am i actually feeling yeah you know because we can talk and i can say a lot of things and i can be right. reactive and you know maybe he says something and then it brings something else up but like if i can sit down and write and like or if he can sit down and write write me a letter 
Like, this is what I'm actually feeling. It's helping him process those feelings. It's helping me Gross. process those feelings. It's almost like you retain it better, too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's not like a mess. We're not just coming yeah. at each other with a bunch of stuff. Or like you we're can focused. delete what you just said. It's like, no, that's not what <laughs> that's I was That's a great really idea. Well, no, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm writing this, but this has something to do with, like, Maybe some other like some other incident. Like there's some childhood trauma stuff <laughs> that I need to get back to. You know, I just want to focus on what the, you know, whatever it is I wanted to communicate. Yeah, I see. and I think that's been really actually really helpful for us because that's how we process. We both are, mm -hmm. we can write and process our own feelings in that way. Wow. So when we come to each other, we're clear minded. Like right. I know what. Okay, I I can totally see where you're coming from. And you know exactly what you meant. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're ar or you're in an argument and you're just saying stuff, then you're like, no, I didn't mean that, actually. <laughs> like, I didn't mean <laughs> to say it like right. that. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so writing has been a great tool. That's Thanks so interesting. that up because that's true. That I feel like I, I got to try that one day. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm going to start with the again. But like, keep it to one, <laughs> I know, right? it to one, one page. page. Oh, God, no, not the seven At the end, pages. like, in conclusion, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> was right. no, I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> I was right. All this just to say I was All right. Just that one is do. the one that you keep in your journal. I know, I know right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I got to delete. In conclusion, we should fix this. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. So would you say that that was your best way? Because the next question is, how do you handle this? agreements yes. would you say that was the best way that you started handling it or practicing that i would say so yeah, yeah. that's awesome for you. For you. i can't think of anything anything else what i have done before is like babe i want to talk about something but i'm going to take some time to process it because i don't exactly know how to communicate it like right i now. see i don't like so there's like yeah you're like i need to know now you know <laughs> but that's <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, there are, there are times where I have to walk away. Yeah. I would just rather, because right, you know, if I were to start writing, I guess I can think better about what I'm going to say. But right. if I'm mad and all it is, that is anger, <laughs> no, if, if I'm mad and all it is, I'm, is anger and we start talking about it right then and there, she's not only going to get the argument, but she's going to get a whole buttload of other stuff that for well, no that's reason. It. The writing is yeah. for you to process what you're feeling. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a great idea. I mean, for someone that can't process their feelings correctly yeah. or end up speaking too much but i do understand like your part and your part where you're like i need time to process this yeah. and you're like i need to know now because we've definitely yeah. had the moments of like no like talk to me right now right. and i feel like i especially in the beginning used to be like no we need to figure this out right now yeah. and i feel like as the years have gone by i'm like i need to take a step back because i know i will be offensive and I know I'll be very mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that just comes out of anger sometimes for yeah. a situation, right? So I'm like, let me step back. Let me relax and cool off a little bit. And then we can like, yeah. you well, know. Well, here's the thing. We can't control our spouse, but we can be patient with them. Yeah. Mm. And so being patient means, okay, I'm going to let you process what you're feeling and be patient in that. Yeah. Because if I rush you to tell me everything, you know, it's kind of like what you were saying where you know, you will find yourself in an argument yeah. because he might not even be sure. Yeah. And now we're it's just... Like, why am I mad? Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. And from a mental health standpoint, like, you're also experiencing things that you're not exactly sure where the onset or the trigger was, but you're carrying this behavior. Spouse is observing it. Says, hey, are you okay? It's like, I'm okay. What do you do, right? It's like, should we go into something that I'm not ready yet? Right. So it's like going back to what I said earlier, where it's like, you know, I'm not sure how to communicate to you what I'm feeling just yet. I'll get back to you. Mm 
and that will have to be the default because if you just go into it especially if it's from a mental health you know standpoint mm -hmm. there's a lot that can happen now i will say brian is a certified mental health counselor i was just gonna ask that and so it is very it's been a blessing for me <laughs> he's like let's sit down yeah because he really is great at not just asking questions and digging deeper into what I'm actually feeling. Um, but then he does that with himself too. And mm. that is very helpful because yeah, there are, you know, childhood traumas that come up or things that, you know, I'm feeling anxious or I've been feeling anxious or I'm having, you know, like obsessive thinking. And I keep thinking about this one thing, you know, all of that stuff goes back to mental health. You yeah. Know? And so yeah. Um, being patient with that is I think really important. No. Okay. Sorry, I was oh, just hearing good. something to a little, like a little. Tss. It's okay. Um, yeah. So now the other thing that we have is because there's always, uh, you know, it's nobody really knows how to answer this question, or some people get carried away with this idea. And I guess I just want to ask you, you know, what does it, what does being the head of a household mean to you? Yeah. Um, imagine there's a current under a river. And you don't really see the force of it until you're in it. We hope as husbands to cultivate a current of God's presence. I'm telling you, like, there, it, it may be cliche. There is no other way that I've found to be most um, simple in our role as a husband. It starts in the secret place. Now, let's say you don't want to cultivate that draft of God's presence. And why do I say the presence of God is so important? Because the moment that something is off, it's already cultivated, right? So everyone mm -hmm. will recognize. Yeah. If it's not cultivated, you know, you start, you know, getting angry, bitter, resentful, all this stuff, and no one will have really like, you know, a heart of conviction, a heart of repentance. It's just not cultivated. His presence is not the main thing here in the home. So, but if you do, very few words need to be said, recognized, noted. I'm sorry. So I feel like the husband has such a uh, need for God, mm -hmm. as the wife does, mm -hmm. but as a priest of the home. Yes. Someone who tends to the flame, for metaphoric speak, you know, um, <laughs> Pentecostals will resonate with that. I know, like, <laughs> oh, like, yes, well, baby, you better preach. <laughs> you know? But you, the goal and aim, practically speaking, is to create an atmosphere of God's presence at home. Practically, what does that look like? Taking time to be alone with Jesus as yeah. a husband. Um, you don't want to follow people if, if they're not spending time with Jesus. No. You know, you're going to follow wherever they're going. How much more a husband with his wife and children yeah i mean wow. you're there to lead you know and it's like if you're here to lead you know your wife and the next generation and you're doing it outside of god it's like what are you right. you know what's 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 going to be the result of this after that you know and i like the way that you you put it because you're putting it in a spiritual sense where you allow god to help you you know you you seek god and with that naturally that leadership comes and you lead your family with it in the spirit right mm-hmm Whereas most guys will see that verse in the Bible. And babe, if you could actually look that up for me real quick, because yes. I forgot to put it here. Yeah. But um, most most men will look at that verse and say, oh, well, I'm the head of the household. You do what as you do as I say. And you're mm. supposed to be the submissive wife and respect me. And that's that. 
But guys won't ever actually look into the other portions of it where it says you're supposed to love your wife like Christ loved the church yeah. and gave himself to her. Remember, it's a draft. You don't have to demand or require anything of your wife. I say draft, right? A current, because she's just going to fall straight into the breeze and wind of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, if she's not going to, you know, follow that draft, it may likely be something between her and God. Yeah. Which keeps you in a place of intercession only. Yeah. There's no point in trying to tap into being machismo, like yeah. being aggressive mm-hmm. or domineering. All those things are actually going to just probe the orphaned place in our hearts, which will only magnify the uh, the issue. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so in Ephesians 5, 21, it's a couple verses. So it says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as the Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is a savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit to their husbands in everything. Mm-hmm. Husbands, loves your wives. Love your wives. Your wife husbands. just at, yeah yeah husbands loves your I'm like wait 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 what <laughs> just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy cleansing by the washing with the water through the word yeah and to present himself her to himself as a radiant church without a stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless so washing right. of the word and all of that is a practical way of cultivating this draft. Yeah. 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 And then it says in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. Yeah. He who loves his wife loves himself. Yeah, and and, and yeah. I you know, and I, I like to focus on that portion of, you know, love your wife as Jesus loved the church and gave himself for the church, right? And what what a lot of people will miss out is that the greatest servitude that Jesus did for us was giving himself up for us. Yeah. And a lot of times, guys, husbands will not be willing to serve their wives because they feel, well, the wife is the one that's supposed to serve the house. They and play that's the role that. card. Right. Yeah. And it's only the wife that's supposed to serve, and I'm just supposed to work the ground. And while, yes, you are supposed to work the ground, you're also supposed to respect your wife. There's a part in Peter where it, it represents, it basically says the both of you are equal heirs. You know, the both of you are at equal playing fields here. A man is supposed to serve his wife and the household as well. While, yes, the wife is more, you know, designed for that childbearing and everything like that. But to say that, no, I'm not, I'm I'm a man. I don't, you know, I don't serve the house. I I don't cook or clean. To only have that mindset, that's incorrect. You can do these things. Yeah, I think, yeah. And especially this day and age where both are working. (laughs) Yeah, You know, both are providing. Yeah, it says in 1 Peter 3, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as a weaker vessel, since they they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Which is crazy to me, right? Like... It's like, respect your wives. So, uh, you know, if you want to talk to God, he'll actually listen to you. That's and I'm right. just like, you don't realize the gravity of yes. relationship. Yeah. The scriptures, uh, when it comes to communion, it literally says, you got a gift. You're going to take communion. Lay it down. Go settle the matter with your brother before you come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that God isn't in a temple, but dwelling within a vessel, within mm-hmm. man, 
we don't understand the gravity behind relationship. We just see it as relating, yeah. but it's actually like inseparable union. Yeah. It's oneness. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we mm-hmm. share in everything and embody everything. Mm-hmm. If there's anything, uh, you know, keeping that that from happening, that wounds the Lord yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, to levels that we don't even comprehend. Um, so like being the priest in the home, you know, being, being the husband is like being Jesus yes. in the house. Yeah. I mean, think about it. It says, uh, love your wives as Jesus loved the church. Jesus died for the church, knowing what the church would do back to him in spite, you know? And, and it's like, when you think about it, that like magnitude, it's like, sheesh, yeah. Yeah. you know? Well, I think too, it's like Jesus didn't die more for men. Than yeah. he did for women. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Jesus died for us. <laughs> yes. Like Jesus died for us. And I think um, like we are both children of God. And I think sometimes people get lost in the female and the male and the, you know, but we're children of God. Yeah. Like at the end the of the both day. Of, like That's Jesus right. loves the both of us. Mm-hmm. And even in a weird way, like he's my brother in Christ. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like we don't have to talk about all that, but like there's like so much depth. Yeah. When you have the blood of Jesus mm-hmm. bringing you and your husband together, mm-hmm. like there's just a depth that comes from acknowledging that. Like, yeah. I think that, you know, when I honor my husband, I am honoring God, not because he is God, not because, you know, I'm whatever it is people want to interpret that as. But when I honor my husband, I am going to reap this currency of honor in our family for our whole family. And I'm raising boys. I'm raising four boys. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's definitely brought so much when you have sons. um, I think it it brings so much more um, clarity to that. You know, I want, um, you know, in a, in an era, in a time where, Man, men are really, <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> there's this constant competition yes. between male and female. And God did not design it to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I think when I can honor my husband and my husband can honor me, what that looks like today is, you know, if I'm cooking, he's going to do the dishes. It's not, it's not <laughs> this like, <laughs> like, why do we have to complicate this? Yeah. And make For it real. about gender when For we real. are both in a home, raising children together, in it together. We are a team. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. At the end of the day, you're a team. It's not like, you know, I, I'm sorry. Just keep going. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like we are, we're in this together. Like I, and I think the woman has, man, women are amazing. We get to have these children and we get to like birth these children, which I think makes us an absolute superhero. I think moms are superheroes, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> I feel like there's this also, I know it's not, not so much about parenting, but even fatherhood, you know, and the way I treat my husband will empower him to be a father or will do the absolute opposite. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just, you know, just thinking about like our discussion here and I'm just thinking the world is just lacking honor. Yeah. You know, like we're lacking honor, honor for the wife and honor for the husband Mm -hmm. and really honoring each other and the gifts and the talents that God's given us both. 
I mean, my husband can make a mean steak. I hey, can't let's make go. it like him, you know? <laughs> I can't make it I'm like I'm the same him. way, though. There's certain dishes where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cook. And then he actually loves to cook, which I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> but, yeah, there's certain things where I'm like, damn, I don't know how to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 which is like there are gifts and talents that you have, that your husband has, that your wife has. And there is a way to be able to honor that and that's only going to grow in your spouse you know like the yeah. confidence you know to to be a husband who leads yeah i want a husband who leads yeah i want a husband who is after god and i i there's so many things that he has been like babe i was praying and the lord i feel like the lord is leading us to do this yeah and is i've had to make a choice yeah am i gonna be like uh no we're not doing that <laughs> Or I know God told you that, but no. Yeah, <laughs> no, like there's so many times and just our story and, you know, when we got into ministry and when the Lord literally called Brian out of the military and he was like, babe, God is calling us to the mission field. And I was like literally carrying like, I don't know, a three month old. And I'm like, really? <laughs> God is saying the mission field now. <laughs> right now. Um, You know, but there were so many things that I had to really trust God for. Yeah. And it's like, it, you cannot trust your, like, if you don't trust God, you're not going to trust your husband. I'm telling you right mm. now. If you cannot trust God, you will not find that trust in your spouse. You have to trust God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. I love that. And that kind of goes on to the next portion where it's like, so. Net. What yeah. to you? What does it mean, like when the Bible says being a submissive wife slash helper? Yeah, I mean, like I think you know when we look at this verse, and a lot of the times we are, um, uh, I gosh, I forgot the name. It's a uh, helper in now. Don't quote me on this, although you will. <laughs> um, there was, I think, there's like a either Hebrew word. It's called azer, and it actually means help in war. Wow. And Interesting. when I found that out, that helper in this specific verse means help in war. And wow. I get chills just thinking about it. Yeah. Because, because we are women. Like, I don't know why we would ever think that we are less than a man. When that word, when you, um, I'm pretty sure it's Hebrew and not Greek, but um, mm -hmm. it's I'll help it. in war. Azer. E-Z-E-R. And to me, that's like, yeah. I want I want him to be able to count on me spiritually that no matter what we go through I am his help and That's he right. can count on that and if I and there have been times where I've been praying in tongues where he like I remember there was a one time where he was like he woke up and I don't know it was like a dream you had or something and you were like babe just pray for me and yeah. I just like started praying in tongues and like that is help in war yeah. to be able to stand in that gap when you are in this place of warfare or in this place of just life, right? Yeah. Like I am that help in war and I am proud of that. And so if you're hearing this and you're a woman and you're a wife and you have a problem with the word submissive or helper, it's like, it's so much more than what we think. And uh. <laughs> English is such a poor language sometimes yes, because it, <laughs> it takes this word submissive and it gives it this definition. But when you look at biblical, like, the, the biblical, biblical meaning language yeah. and meaning it's like dive deeper into that because it's Culture. not just what you think it is it's yeah. so much deeper and yeah. it says it here genesis to a uh it is not good for man to be alone i will make him a helper mm. 
Azer suitable for him. Yeah. And it's funny because I see the side note I said, and so God created women to be Azer to men. But this word translated as helper is not about making brunch and darning a man's socks. Yeah, <laughs> this man. word means an ally or rescuer, someone That's who right. comes running when the people cry out for help. And Azer drops everything to save those in need. And Azer is a hero. That's right. So, women, so if I'm you're like, listening, you guys are <laughs> heroes. You guys are warriors. On, yes. Every time, honestly, any time. And she knows if I'm going through an issue, I'm going to seek her advice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, hey, babe, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hear be a macho man and try to be the hero of the day and figure it out on my own. Why would I do that when I have another mind that can help me think? Yeah. You know, we can't Think, we can't go into like marriage it. thinking you have to men, you can't go into marriage thinking you have to be the hero of the day that your wife can't do anything and and it's up to you to figure it out. No, that's not that's how the reason it works. why she put you yeah. God, God put you and there. And our blessings, our everything that we have today, I mean, glory to God, right? But God uses her in such an incredible way to get us there as well. Yeah. You know, we have a business and that business is led by her. You know, I have a podcast. I go to school and all that other this and this, that and the third. But guess what? Without her, I have very I had very little motivation. God used her to motivate me, you know, and and we have this podcast. I went to school, you know, and and I did so many things. I'm doing so many things now. And I I have her by my side in every step of the way. I love you, babe. Yes. But that just because um, there was something I was reading earlier. Right. And it was um, talking about like wives, how saying like um, I'm just going to read it real quick. It says likewise, likewise, wives, be subject to your own husband so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be one without a word by the condu- by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and pure conduct, do not let your adorning be external. Talks about like, you know, your clothing and all all of that. But it says, but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy women who hoped in God who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands. So it just shows how like the example that a wife uh, gives to her husband can actually lead them closer to God, you know, and just like how important it is. That's why like from the very beginning, when we talk about like dating, it's so, so important. The person that you decide to choose to be with you forever. Cause at the end of the day, they're going to be your helper in war, you know? And is that the person that you're ready to go to battle with? All right. And so for the next question, you know, this is something that comes up a lot, especially in dating. Today's day and age. Today's day and age where we use this manipulation tactic to kind of get into bed, right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) The way you said it, like, oh. I mean, it is what it is, right? (laughs) You know, because it's like, like, well, how how would I know if I'm compatible with this person in bed? You know, I'm going to live with this person for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'd hate for that to be you know, that I'd hate for that area to suck. Right? Yeah. To be disappointed. So, it's almost as if that person is saying like, I've arrived and I don't know if they have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, wow. He said what he said. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no kidding. So what advice would you give to couples that are worried about sexual compatibility? And did you ever struggle in that area? Sex grows. Yes. It matures. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. It beautifies. Mm-hmm. And it is not, as fleshy as you think yeah. it is 100 percent spiritual mm-hmm. yeah. yeah thus there's the opening for soul tide and maybe we can touch on that later but i know literally marriage. it's funny because i was telling him i'm like babe we need to do this whole thing on just soul ties Yo, like word. when are you guys coming back again i know right <laughs> <laughs> we'll come for a part two <laughs> 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 
I yeah, I think um this whole there's so many aspects of a relationship that you might actually not be compatible in, mm. yeah. you know. But when you love someone and you are doing marriage the way God wants you to mar like do marriage, God created sex. Yeah. Like he created that. That was not man-made. That was God. It is holy. It is worship to God. And of course, like any, you know, I remember, oh my gosh, like when we, you can go into like the first time you're, you know, you're intimate with your husband and like just all the feelings you feel and like nervous and this and this, that's not how it is now. <laughs> you know what I'm Things saying? Things have changed. Yeah. But yeah. it's like you, you can't get into a, a marriage thinking, we're just going to like marriage or like, yeah, like I'm an expert and you know, you're just going to have to, you need to know everything. Like, like you yeah. are figuring. And that's the beautiful part yeah. is that you guys can discover each other yeah. in marriage and it's holy. Mm -hmm. And so it's that much more powerful. Yeah. It's that much more beautiful because this is a holy, holy like your like your spirits are connecting, you know. Yeah. I can't yeah. explain it more than that. You are becoming one, mm -hmm. and so I think that a lot of people, yeah, they, and this is our generation too. Like we just want to get right into it and it be exactly how we want it. We don't we don't want to work at things. You don't want to work. Yeah, yes. it's like you're gonna it have just, to work it needs at to work out or it doesn't work you're out. You're gonna have to work on your communication. You're gonna have to work on sex. You're gonna have to work on a lot of things, and. It's it's a joy. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad for you to tell your spouse, this is the way I like it. You yeah. can say that. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? But obviously that comes with feeling more comfortable and the more intimacy you have, you'll be able to say things like that. And That's right. You know, not feel like this is not okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. You're married. But yeah, you know, we we had to converse we had to have that communication we you know i'm not going to get into too much details but it helped to talk about what it is that we liked and what it is that we didn't and it was beautiful to see that grow yeah you know at first it was like you know like i said the it's first month was great right it was just <laughs> happening it was great but then eventually you started you know figuring things out like wait a minute you know what if we did it this way or what if we did it this way you yeah. know and and being You're able to talk about that being yourselves. able to open yourselves up it also creates a new form of love because you guys are literally diving deep into your inner selves. Like it's just, it's hard to express, but it's like, you're, you're literally naked someone. in front of each other. <laughs> yes. You yeah. know, you're, you're, it's the most you're not covering yourself. Be. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's the most literally. vulnerable, yeah. you know? So there's nothing to hide there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's why it's like, yeah, you literally have your whole marriage to figure it out. But if you're worried if like sexual compatibility is going to be a thing, like you were saying, look at your communication compatibility. Yeah. You're trusting, like there's just so much more to that. And if so that's much. the deal breaker, uh, that's, it's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. Practicing is fun. First of all, second of all, <laughs> it's important to, you know, if you are a male or a female and sex is something that is uncomfortable, like just in general, like, talking about it or, you know, just even with your husband or your wife or you think it's weird to talk about it, you know, or you don't want to talk about it. I would recommend counseling to dive deeper into your thoughts about sexuality. If you have been molested, if you have been through a sexual trauma, all of that will affect the way you see 
sexual intimacy with your spouse. Yeah. So getting help in that area is, again, there's nothing wrong with getting help and being able to have that complete freedom of sexuality in your marriage. It is holy. It is good. Yeah. God said it was good. And I just feel like a lot of people, they don't want to get that help. And so it yeah. is, yeah, it's, I know a lot of people. I've I've actually counseled a lot of women that have come to me and just been like, I was molested and I don't like having sex. Like mm-hmm. that's that's a big deal. Yeah. And you can't like your Especially husband's not marriage. gonna fix that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna have to get some help for that. And Jesus can heal those wounds. He yeah. can so heal those wounds. And so yeah. wanted to throw that in there too. Humility yeah. is pretty key in a relationship mm-hmm. in the context of marriage and sex. Being humble versus being proud and kind of hiding behind you know, your pride and this persona, but there's wounds. Mm. Yeah. And so being humble and saying either I need help or this this moment or this exchange actually brought forth, you know, X, Y, and Z. Something, yeah. yeah. Coming into your matrimony with humility will only protect your matrimony. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, well, I love that. Yeah, and actually good. you had, because I know we like briefly kind of like said something, um, but what would you say to her is like, because um, I know we were saying how a lot of times there's that issue of like women not wanting to have versus like man, because men just naturally are like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say um, I would say that there is always something deeper going on. Yeah. You know, I just I'm just not convinced that you just don't like sex. Yeah. Or that mm-hmm. there's just I feel like there's whether it's something physically going yeah. on or um something emotional that you have to deal with yeah you have to deal with it Mm -hmm. and it's for freedom that god set us free he doesn't want he doesn't want us to live in bondage and that could be bondage of our own wounds and i think god just wants us to be healed and whole and um i think sex is just that area especially for women where that may come up yeah where you know there might be a wound there i mean it's the same for men i'm not saying it's just for women there's plenty of men that have also been through sexual trauma but yeah i think it's just important to you know discuss that and i think that's a hard conversation to have in your marriage um you know if you got married and you didn't even know that maybe your wife had had a sexual trauma in her childhood you know and now it's Um, affecting you know i think marriage just reveals a lot yeah this that's what that's what i was saying like those were definitely one of the lessons that i learned that like oh wow you went through things and i went through things and that now affects why and how we do things now today Mm -hmm. you know and whether it's like something big or something small or what other people would consider small i feel like everything everyone has gone through something right that affects you in some way yeah the last one so the last one was, what is it? <laughs> oh, the advice, right? Yeah, the, the, the advice for the first year. Okay, so the last um, the last part that we want to, uh, no, not part, what am I saying? <laughs> this is what I've been talking. Okay, so the last question that we want to uh, dive into is, what advice would you give a first year of marriage? Like someone who just got married, newlyweds, or just anything within the first year? That's a really good question. <laughs> or maybe better yet, what would you, what would have you have liked to have heard? 
Oh, going into your yeah. first going into yeah. your first room. Like something yeah. you wish someone would have told yeah. you. Also, we didn't talk about any of these questions. Y'all were like, don't talk about these questions. <laughs> we didn't. Because like, right, yes, we try to keep them uh, like, like as authentic as We're going to wing it. So this is us winging it. Yeah. <laughs> um, our society paints so many images, pictures, you know, the secular world, even the church context mm. right, of what marriage should be like. Yeah. In the first year, yeah, I think um, it's pretty simple. Just have uh, a have no expectation except knowing and serving your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just a journey of learning how to love your wife, or learning how to love your husband, and loving them not for your sake but for theirs also, mm. and loving them well. Yeah, um, which communication, vulnerability. All of that humility. So that first year, if someone would have said, Brian, I encourage you, the first year, have low expectations. You know, probably if a man <laughs> said that, he would have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what? But having just just low expectations, humble expectations on the whole year will also remove, you know, frust- like points of frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Expectation that my wife is going to, Fold my shirts, color code them. <laughs> color code them. Have the colors Socks out. I love her heart Remember, he, like, remember he's an only child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like tuck in all bed sheets under the mattress. Like, yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah no, you know? no. So moderate expectations. Learn to love and serve. Can't go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say, like I said before, our first m- year of marriage was our hardest year of marriage. So I think that's where you're coming from as far as like you know, having those moderate expectations so that, you know, you're not putting all this pressure on your spouse. Um, Because you guys moved around a lot too, right? Like About every three years. Wow. Every... Oh, not okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I would say... I think... I think for me, it was... It would be... Like, if I can give somebody advice, let's just go with that question first. Mm -hmm. Um... It would be to not put so much pressure on yourself yeah. um, to meet every need. And like I said before, not putting all this pressure on your spouse yeah. to also meet your every single emotional need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have friends. Like yeah. friends are good. Yeah. Have, <laughs> you know, have a community that you can be around, um, you know, be a part of a community, you know. I think that's, I think a lot of times we think we're supposed to do marriage alone. Like there are boundaries, of course, that you need to have in your marriage, but it was, you know, we, we've been a part of marriage groups that were really life-giving for seasons that we were in. Yeah. And I think that's important too. Um, Cause it doesn't have to be, you know, my God, like it's just, it's just me and you and we can never ask for help or we can never get counseling. If you need to get counseling, I, yes. that's another advice I have too. like, I loved when we went to counseling and we went yeah. just because like he wanted to go first and then he's like, Hey, you want to do marriage counseling? I'm like, yeah, I did it. it. I did like, it for yeah. my mental health. And then we just turned it into a marriage counseling. I mean, and it's, it's been like the best thing ever. Like absolutely. things that you don't even realize where you have a professional now helping you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, and we had that our first year of marriage and it was really, really good for us. And so I think in the beginning you shy away from it because there's this like stigma, you know, if like I'm going to counseling, then something must wrong. be really right, bad. Right. Yeah. But it's like, no, I mean, even if it is like, don't wait till it gets really bad to go to counseling. If there's yeah. things that you need to dive deeper in and you need that third person, you know, it's yeah. okay. It yeah. make the investment. It is worth it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's an Great. investment in your marriage, right? We're down the line you know, this is like obviously worst case scenario of it turning into divorce when you could have just had help. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's in our natural, like we want to keep things hidden because we think, you know, gosh, like our marriage, what will this mean for my family or your family or whatever? But it's like at the end of the day, I'm sleeping with you. Yeah. At the end of the (laughs) night, it's just me and you in bed and we need to, we, this needs to be right. Yeah. This, we have to get this right. So I think, um, yeah, as far as for me, I would say to not get so caught up in the little things and that it gets better. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like if you're struggling in your marriage and you're in your first year of marriage, like it will get better. Right. It does. All right, Jesus, <laughs> it'll get better. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jesus at the center of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus at the Great. center. And that's, it sounds cliche, but really, I mean, you it's like you have to experience it. it for yourself for you to understand, like, what it really means to have like Jesus at the center, yeah. you know, because there comes like a, a supernatural peace and understanding the patience, the love, like it all goes hand in hand with each other. Once you start, you know, making yeah, sure that God is at the center. And I, you know, I, I agree with the whole expectations thing. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say that's a big one. It, it is, you know, no, all of it, right. Like expectations, the marriage counseling, all of that is great, you know? And, and the only reason why I'm pointing out expectations is because a lot of times, like you said, it, marriage, first year marriage is painted a picture that, you know, in your first year marriage or the first three years of marriage should be like that honeymoon phase and everything should be sex and beautiful and flowing and there shouldn't be any arguments. And if anybody's telling you that or if anybody's selling you that, they're over-exaggerating their experience yeah. or they're just straight or, up lying I mean, to you. I mean, some people do have it great, but it's just like not every marriage is the same. Right. right. You know? But like, what I'm, not compare. What I'm, yeah, don't compare say, your yeah. marriage to a different marriage because it's not going to be the same. Right. You have your own personality. Your spouse has a different personality. Like, you know, I, I would say, like, when we got married and, you know, as the years passed by, I'm like, yeah, the first year of marriage, first couple of years of marriage were a little bit rough. Yeah. You know, they were not the same. I feel like, if that, anything, we're living now, like, the best moments ever. And this is, like, seven years later, basically. And a lot of that, I remember thinking to myself, like, man, why is this marriage so hard? You know, did yeah. I do something wrong? Yeah. You know, and, and it's because there would be people around me that says, oh, yeah, you know, the first year of marriage, I never had a single argument. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and while that might be true, but also understand that not everybody's going to publicate their issues in their marriage. Yeah. Not everyone's going to make themselves seem like the bad guy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're not going to be honest in that area, especially, you know, some people there, there is the stigma, like you said, that you can't go to counseling. No. The couples that don't go to counseling typically hide their problems. That's why they're not going to counseling. Well, what is the Proverbs where it's like the wise seek counsel of the wise? Yes. You know, like it's just. So there's nothing wrong with any of it, but definitely, you know, lowering your expectations because 
if you're having issues in your first year of marriage, you're only preaching to the choir. I mean, we all did. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a whole a learning, community. It's you a learning create, experience. You can create you know? a country out of people that, you know. They, <laughs> that experience on. things that they didn't think they would experience right. yeah. in the first year of marriage. Like, you it know? just happens. It's uh, That's exactly how it is. And there's also a saying, right, where it's all, like, expectations lead to disappointments. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like you expect so much, right, of, like, Hey, he better be the one that like takes out the garbage or he better yeah. be the one that, you know, and it's like, did yeah. you talk about that though? Like, yeah, yeah. Did you handle all those things beforehand? Yeah. I, I never throw out the garbage. I will say that. She doesn't either. I don't throw out the garbage. <laughs> but, but those are what, those were our non-negotiables and we talked about that beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I don't like doing laundry. Yeah. She does I'll it for do, me. I'll do the laundry. But, but I'll I'm take like, care of I'm all not throwing dirty, out the garbage. Right. I take care of all the dirty work. I yeah. take care of all the hard work. You know, that, that heavy labor where you got dirty your hands and stuff. I'm not going to have her doing that. I'll do it sometimes, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even dirty, even pots. I mean, I, there, there Listen, was actually a Or meme. like when you have things in a in a container for like uh, two Days. weeks. That's what, that's I'm, what talking I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I don't do that. I'm like, bake. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was the I only one. do this. <laughs> I really can't. Look, once you have kids, you will wash clothes cause, or you'll be naked or without underwear. It's true. It's true. <laughs> because it's just too much. But when I'm, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say by We're that was about that Tupperware. Tupperwares, yeah, things in the pot, little mold growing in I'll there. Just throw it in the trash. Oh no, please. Dude, no, but I, what I meant by that was non-negotiables. Uh, but I know once you have kids, I think a lot of stuff goes out the window. I mean, yeah. come on, you got to make compromises. But I mean, that's what at clothes. the end of the day, <laughs> you got to wear clothes. Yeah. Like babe, for everybody. I yeah. haven't had underwear here for like no. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's I mean, that's where the part where everyone's different, you yeah. know, like there's certain things that I'm like, babe, listen, like I will do this for you, but I don't like taking out garbage. And he's not like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll do your laundry. I don't care. That's easy. That yeah. boop, boop, boop. It's easy until there are six people. That's in true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we might have to uh, revisit this we, uh, negotiation we, deal later on. Listen, <laughs> also get help. If you need help, we, we ended up before we, sold our house life was crazy and it was chaotic we ended up getting like a laundry service and we were like oh, okay yeah you're gonna do the laundry and then we just pick it up and it's all folded and perfect we <laughs> did that our first year of marriage really yeah, yeah. Oh, we were like let's be bougie and then we would just drop it off and i'm like look how they folded my socks <laughs> like how they feel that this is amazing and i'm oh, like she bougie she did that her first year of marriage without kids <laughs> no, no no but we don't, we don't do it no more hey, you know what you it know was what it, oh you know, yes i just remember why we is, got it well what it was is that we didn't have a laundry nearby i didn't want her to go into a unit and i didn't want to be there so let's go hire somebody <laughs> actually no you know what it was we would go to the laundromat right and for some reason, every time we did laundry together, oh, we would, we would argue. I hate fight. laundry. And I'm like, why are your socks always backwards when we put it in the laundry? Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. And I'm like, well, we can't have this. <laughs> Don't, yeah. If you need to get some help, it's all good. Yeah. 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 Seriously. The There's no shame in finding in that. In conclusion. Yeah, for real. Go to counseling. <laughs> and get a laundry service. <laughs> get a laundry and service. A laundry. <laughs> Love you, spouse. You know, yes. I just, I, I would say, like, at the end of it, like, be patient with everything you know be patient with your spouse because they're not at that perfect level and neither are you your marriage will get better but again with patience with work you guys have to be on that same page 
because and that's men, just how it works. And men need to get over themselves. <sighs> men need to get sometimes. Dang. <laughs> uh, listen, he seems pissed. <laughs> no, it's just it's just come on. You no, know, you do like hear we, a lot we're of we're here. We're teamwork. We're yeah. we're team. Yeah. Right. And we're living in an age where both of us are providing, even mm-hmm. if it's one more than the other. doesn't matter. We're both working. It's a team. Right. Because I think there's also seasons, right, where sometimes one person will pull more weight than the other because of whatever's going on. But it's an agreement. It's a yeah. teamwork. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but all right, guys. That I mean, I know that this it. was a long one and yeah. I appreciate you guys again for coming. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, uh, if you guys have watched up to this point, we re- really appreciate you guys. Yeah, I don't even know how long this is. Uh, at this I point. don't know. But, you know, like we always say, guys, continue giving us feedback. It always yes, helps us. Please. Uh, every time you comment or hit that like button or subscribe, you know, it, it helps YouTube know that we're doing good as content creators. Mm-hmm. It pushes out this word and you might actually be helping somebody that needed to receive the word yes yeah so we upload every monday besides like last monday it's okay but you know around around monday (laughs) (laughs) monday at 12 monday at 12 um so yeah if you haven't seen our other ones we have part one two and three now of relationships so feel free to check those out and And also wait we have the yeah i was like what do you mean you gotta make sure you guys are following yes well i was gonna i'm gonna put i'm gonna put all their information in the description um, you know, I know that you do some counseling as well, so I, Which I definitely I just would found love out to. Today. That's amazing. Yeah, like, so I would wow. definitely like, love to link that into the description. That way, people could reach out if they need to. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, guys, you guys have been a blessing. Yes. I know that Thank we're. You. I know that this will be a blessing to marriages, uh, first year marriages, and maybe even existing the ones that are in it for the long run right that yeah. have already been in it for the long run yeah yeah so again guys thank, <laughs> thank you, you guys. so thank much you thank so you guys much. for having us on yes <laughs> i would love to have you guys back on you know whenever they yeah. come back yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> we'll seriously this is awesome i'm yeah. really proud of you guys mm-hmm. you guys thank are doing you. so great thank you <laughs> thank you yeah. all right guys all right guys so thank we will you. See you on our next one yep. bye, bye. <laughs> And see, yay! That was awesome, guys. Yeah, Yeah. that was good.